Hi guys, so this is like the second or third take I'm making because there's like a whole lot of things happening here. But of course, my name is Olivia Tutu, the podcast butterfly. Welcome to season three of Unscripted with Liv. Today, we're basically talking about all things women because we're basically having a breakfast as women and I have beautiful ladies to help me discuss today's topic. So now the title for today's podcast is I am woman and we're basically going to talk about uh, our different financial journeys we're talking about gender equality and we're also going to look at finances and relationships because i believe that's a subject that a lot of us want to speak about but we highly run away from it now like i said to help me discuss that i've got six beautiful ladies and before we start i will allow them to introduce themselves who should i start with first okay Hi, Deliso here, Shopshooter. Minister of... Minister of <laughs> Education and Academic Affairs, University of Zambia Student Union. Thank you. Hi, I'm Lusekelo Naomi Chinyama, um, the University of Zambia Business and Economics Association Vice President. Yo, titles, titles, titles. <laughs> Hi, I'm Victoria Muvanga, CEO of Cloud Nails and... Vice Events Coordinator of Unza Response nice. at Unza. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi, Kusemwa, um, final year civil and environmental engineering student, co-founder of Biziba, as well as a committee member of the University of Zambia Engineering Society. Ooh. Whoa! <laughs> Hello, Getche Lungu here, third year economics and business administration student. Yep. Nice. Hi, Mulema Kusemwa, final year economics student, co-founder of Busy Bar and internship committee vice president. Nice. Oh. We, so yo, we have a powerhouse right here. There's like a bunch of things that these women are doing. And quite frankly, I didn't even know some of these things. But anyway, it's all good. Now, today is International Women's Day, and the theme is gender equality today for a sustainable tomorrow. And we're basically going to talk about your personal finance journey before we can talk about every other thing. Now, the person that I'm intrigued to hear about their finances is Dalisa. For one reason, she and I have had conversations offset, and I just want to know how far she's gone with her journey after having those conversations. Dalisa, how has your financial journey been as a woman and as a student? I feel like my financial journey has really, really improved because I wasn't really financially literate before I started listening to your podcast. And it was something that was... You know, shocking to me when I first listened to one of your podcasts and I was like, okay, so I've been doing things all wrong. But now I've managed to at least save up even about 2,000 in just a week because... Nice. Yeah. That's because... <laughs> yeah. And I've been, trick- I've been keeping track of my expenses. And nice. sometimes I'll even find myself shocked that, oh, I actually still have extra money mm-hmm. because I'm managing to keep track of my expenses. I'm not spending so much on irrelevant things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just been basically that. So um, looking at the fact that you've like started tracking your expenses and you're saving up what are some of the things you'd like to see in your finances do you want to save up more for you to get a car to get a house to have assets to your name what are you looking at well 
assets. I already have assets to my name. I have. Girl. I, I I would like to go back too much into detail, but I already have assets to my name, and I mm -hmm. thought about that earlier. I, I made sure I had to secure something big for myself, knowing that, okay, I'll be graduating soon. Mm -hmm. At least by the time I leave this place, I might have to build something somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh -huh. But you know, this year is about saving and investing. Nice. I yeah, just want to save and invest. Smart investors start early. You are never too young to start investing. Lusekelo, darling, how has it been for you? Can you please repeat the question, mom? <laughs> <laughs> how has your financial journey been? And where do you want to be seeing where you are now, right now? Well, the financial journey hasn't been smooth. Being a student, you don't get enough engagements where you get to make money so mm -hmm. the inflow is quite slow so one thing that i'm trying to master is you know being able to have all these engagements where i can first fundraise the money and as the money is coming in i think for me typically um it's saving at least being able to save most of it mm -hmm. yeah and not just consume everything as deliso said i'm graduating this year and i think there's a lot of progress in that area because before now, of course, I had a number of expenses that I had to cover. But yeah, I'm minimizing everything, you know, taking on the relevant expenses, you know, controlling my spending and all that. Um, and I think ish, the net worth is, well, if we eliminate the student loans, the net worth is going up. <laughs> yeah. The net worth is going up. And I think for me, that strategy is actually working. So I make enough, make sure at least 60, 70% of whatever I make makes it to the bank, to my savings account. Mm -hmm. And I think I am making a lot of progress with that. Nice. So now, um, Gertrude, you are one person... I spoke to about saving and investing and now you have your savings account. How has it been? Because I think the time I opened my savings account, it was dormant. Like three months straight, there was nothing in it because I just wanted to open it. How has it been for you and how is your financial journey right now? All right. So after I started listening to your podcast... You guys! <laughs> <laughs> You're literally making me blush right now, but yeah... That's when I started thinking about saving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So being a student and coming from, you know, a not so well-to-do family, mm -hmm. inflows are really hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard to get money. Yeah. But then I've been saving. I've told myself I'll save a minimum of at least 500 kwacha every month. And yes, girl. From the time Whoa. I opened my savings account, mm -hmm. I think I have about 7,000. Okay, at some point, I saved more than 500. Yeah. Yes. Nice. I saved most of the money that I received. I just mm -hmm. take it straight to my bank account. Yeah. So what do you plan on doing with the money? Don't give us detail, detail, but do you plan on investing it? Do you want to start a business? Or do you want to go spend it? Because I think most women would save and then they will spend it. My mom has that habit. Like she would save and then she would spend it. So what, what's your plan with your savings? So given that it's so hard for me to get money, I wouldn't save to spend. Mm -hmm. I'm saving so that I can invest. So right now, while I'm accumulating the monies, mm -hmm. I'm learning a lot of things. I want to save, I want to invest into something I'm so sure about, something I know very well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking trainings for a lot of things. I want to be a farmer. Nice. <laughs> Have you... Okay, now everybody's talking about saving and investing. I'm going to get to you, but I... 
you guys, just to be clear, how many are on student bursary? I'm a student. Okay, everyone is. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. Sorry, ma'am. It's okay. <laughs> how has it been, your financial journey? It's been very interesting. Honestly. And also, might I add, you being a business owner and a student, I'm pretty sure your cash inflows are a little bit stable as compared to the rest of us. <laughs> uh, which I wouldn't say they've been quite stable because like the business is just starting out uh -huh, so most we need a lot of money like to fund the business itself. yeah so um currently I am saving money to get a laptop because that's one thing that I really need for, for the, the business, business. Mm -hmm. yeah but how has it been for you in terms of your financial journey as a student as a woman how hard is it for you to just get money especially that you are young it's not easy because mm -hmm. I don't really have like a stable flow of income. So mm -hmm. whenever I have money, I do save and invest. But then that the, the months when I don't have anything, right. yeah. Can we bet them? You are a student who's on a student loan. Now I know this question wasn't supposed to be there, but I just thought we might throw it in. Have you thought of ways of paying back your loan? First of all, do you even know that there's uh, a fifteen percent? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just had to speak about this. Right? Mm -hmm. So right now I'm just running on vibes. <laughs> uh -huh. Honestly, okay. So right now the goal is, I'll, okay, I'll start with like my financial goals, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My financial goal is to be financially independent. Yeah. So that I don't have to rely on like um, what's the Zambian an eight to five. You know, yeah, job, yeah, yeah. waiting till the month end to get my paycheck. So mm -hmm. what I've been doing is, like everybody has mentioned, like it's really hard to have like a stable flow of income as a student right now. And female for that matter. That's true. So I have been, I would say I've been like investing, I've been using uh, Patumba. Mm -hmm. So Patumba allows you to invest using your Airtel Money account. So. Mm -hmm. What I've been doing is I've been saving, buying shares for like 50 kwacha every month. Nice. Then saving, investing 200 kwacha. In Patumba. Yeah, mm -hmm. so with regards to the student loan question. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a plan for that? Honestly, I'd say it's not like well thought out, but the plan is just to start paying it back as soon as possible. Uh, okay. Yeah. Be... I don't know, financially stable enough by the time I graduate to be exactly. able to even, you know, I would like to pay back my student loan in a lump sum, honestly. Right? I don't like the idea of being tied down to, to debt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I love the ideas. I think we should probably do a podcast strictly on student loan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Victoria, you are free of student loan. That's like right. none of your business. <laughs> Net worth is in the positives. Oh, girl just flipped her hair. <laughs> okay, so how has your financial journey been as a girl, as a lady, and also a student? Well, um, at first, my financial journey was in bits. Yes, <laughs> it was on a wheelchair, if I'm being honest. And then I had, I had all these plans to say I'll save and invest and blah, 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 and mm -hmm. you know, but then I never had to fulfill all those. But not that I'm trying to make you feel good, but wow. after listening to your podcast, okay. yeah. <laughs> after listening to your podcast, mm -hmm. I now uh, decided to sit down and then analyze what I really wanted. Mm -hmm. So uh, 
I've actually invested. Yes. Mm. My parents don't know that yet. They don't and the man pursuing you don't know the that yet. The man pursuing me doesn't know that yet. Okay. So I am wow. just this young broke girl to them <laughs> who is surviving on um and that's from yes. Papa and Mama. Yes. <laughs> and and also and also these allowances from these NGOs and non-profit organizations we we are working with. Yeah. But uh girls doing fine. <laughs> well, yeah. I just wish this podcast was a video really. I just love the facials and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Class. We are running out of time. I thought we we're going to do it quick, but I will allow Dalisa. So first of all, she's going to be giving a speech about today's theme. And so I want her to just say one or two things about what it means to her, equality and finances. Okay, today's theme is gender equality today for a sustainable tomorrow. And to me, in the line with finances, it means meeting half and half with the other gender. You know, you can't preach equality and not want to meet your partner or your yeah I'll just say partner halfway mm-hmm. when you when you're preaching equality yes if you can work and you can do the dishes I mean you can bring bread at home yeah you know mm-hmm. so for me even in my relationship mm-hmm. we meet half and half nice on certain occasions eh? I want to I want us to go for a movie. Oh, okay, I'll buy the tickets. Oh, I'll buy the popcorn. <laughs> you know? It's that yeah. simple. And I don't know why people are so ashamed of this type of financial equality in a relationship. Mm-hmm. There's no harm with spending on your man if he's spending, if he's on, spending you. on you. Exactly. You know, because obviously he spends more on me than I do on him. Mm-hmm. But then I just feel it's also important to give back a little, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. as a woman. And for me, I also don't like that situation of being in a relationship and having somebody to do everything for me. Then at the end of the day, they come. I dressed you. I fed you. I gave you this. I gave you that. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that. I seriously don't believe in that. And I just hope that we outgrow the, those things. You know, if you've got a well-to-do boyfriend, Take advantage of that. Start up a business and start giving back. Exactly. Like, get the money and spend it on him. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so... You okay. Okay, so I have a question. Do you think you have the right to have access to your partner's finances? To know how much he makes and... Yeah. Spends it, invests it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. Do you talk about finances in your relationship? Yeah, we do. I what type? Is it how much are we spending on this movie day? No. Or it's like, <laughs> babe, I have this much and I want to invest this much. And Shani, do you even have a dating budget? Like, oh, this month we're spending uh, <laughs> 1,000 kwacha on our dates. After that, we're not going on any dates. Dating budget. That's, that's a really good idea. <laughs> Uh, but um okay this is something that we talk about i think like couples or boyfriends and girlfriends these are conversations that you should be having in the very early stages of your relationships because these are the things that bring issues later on Mm -hmm. you're not you're not set on like you don't have an arrangement on who's paying for what who's doing what Mm -hmm. and so when when you when you're married and like this surfaces as an issue then it's an issue yeah. I don't know if that makes sense mm-hmm. so I'd say with regards to like having intel on like how much my boyfriend is making or what he's doing with his money 
I would say I don't necessarily need to know how much he's making. I'm more interested in like what what are his spending habits? Mm-hmm. What's he spending money on? Does he have um, an investing or saving habit? Things like that. Because mm-hmm. you know these are things that are important in yeah, long-term yeah. relationships. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now yeah. we are coming to the end of this segment but is there anyone who would like to say something concerning having an intel on how much your boyfriend makes and what he does with it i i think (laughs) (laughs) i I, I really agree with yeah i really agree with what what she had to say um do i have a right to know how much he's making no i don't have a right but i would appreciate a man that gives me such information yeah because at the end of the day we're in a relationship and we're building each other so i need to understand how much are we how many blocks pretty much yeah how much material do we have to build this is it our investment journey how much is he getting how much is he getting from that business from his job from this i'm supposed to help him well we're supposed to help each other yeah i i I am not bob the builder but we're supposed to work together and you know plan this all this out <laughs> and plan all of this out mm-hmm. together you know so i think it's it's very important that he informs me of what he's you know what he's making and you know all that information dude if you get if you get paid a 3000 kwacha and you're coming to flex on me with expensive dates it communicates something else yeah mm-hmm. or fall a three pin but you want to bring me to la petite every two weeks and then all in the name of impressing me it means you does you jesus <laughs> What's your take? Um, Do you think you have the right to know how much your boyfriend makes and what he does with the money? I would like to agree with what the ladies have said. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't have the right to I, I like I don't have the right to question what he makes or how much he makes, but sharing that information is is very important. Mm-hmm. So um uh, like in my case, mm-hmm. looking at the guy who's pursuing me, <laughs> this guy must be doing something Girl! good. Otherwise, he's been mentioned a lot. <laughs> because um, I know how much he. I, 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 yes, I know how much his salary is actually. I know how much his salary is. I know how much he's saving from that salary. I know how much he's giving away from that salary. And I also have a certain amount that I am getting. <laughs> This is a man who's pursuing me. We are not in a relationship. And you want me to settle for bare minimum? Well, my dad, my dad, my dad never allowed me to settle for the bare minimum. So why should I settle? Cute. I love that. Get your last remark. The man that you want to settle with, would you want to know how much he makes? Do you think you have the right to know? Um, no, I don't think I have the right But to you know. would like to know. I'd love to know how much he makes and especially how much he's saving and investing. I like, I like money. Like, I, I like money. Yeah. I want him to make money <laughs> and so that we can spend on those uh-huh. good things. Yeah. Nice. Um, for me, I would say it's important to understand each other's money habits because you find yourself in a situation where somebody is an excessive spender and mm-hmm. then you like to save a lot and then you end up getting frustrated yeah, because you, you have like, different yeah. money habits. Mm-hmm. So from the onset, it's important to understand those dynamics of the people involved in that relationship. Nice. Thank you so much, ladies. But before I let you go, I'm going to ask one question and it's a yes or no type of thing. 
two, four, six of us are on student loan. So our net worth is in the negatives, whether we like it or not. So would, <laughs> would you date somebody who's got debt to their name? Yes or no? <laughs> what kind of the student loan? Student loan? No, he just oh, has yes. debt. Yes. He just has debt to his name. You don't know how much. You you know how much, but you don't know what they spent on or how they got the debt. Yes. I think it's very. I think it's very. Subjective. I said it's a no. Ah, oh, right. <laughs> Yes. Ah, context. 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 Okay, if it's student loan. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes, because I'm also. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what if it's debt that he just used to spend on the good life? Hell. Oh, no. 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 Yeah. Okay, okay. No, no. What are you doing? Okay, we have come to the end of this segment. Join me on. <laughs> what are you doing wearing a Rolex when you have a hundred thousand kwacha in debt? Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay, we have come to the. We have come to the end of this segment of the podcast. Thank you so much. Join me with, um, Luyando. On the other side, as we talk more about our women finances and the NGO world. Okay, so I am back again. The ladies have gone. And like I mentioned earlier, we're going to have a segment where we're basically going to look at or put a spotlight on an organization that deals with uh, the well-being of the citizenry of the country. But primarily today we're going to focus on their works with women, seeing that today is Women's Day. So he is a public relations officer for the Kelvin Yurongo Hope Foundation. That's a mouthful of words. Yeah. I'm just glad I said yes. it the right way. Mr. Skazwa, welcome to Unscripted with Liv. Well, thank you so much. Uh, it's, a, it's a great uh, privilege to be here. And must I add, yeah. you people are the first ones to feature on my podcast. Yeah. So that's big ups to you guys. I mean, we're excited to, to know that. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to just see how we can work with you and mm-hmm. uh, going forward. Okay, so now um, I'm pretty sure there's someone somewhere who hasn't heard of you guys or what you do. Can you give us a brief description or a background of what the Kelvin Nyirongo Hope Foundation? <laughs> yeah, well, we simply uh, call it for short KNHF. Um, that's a lot of letters, of course, but okay. But, yeah, um, but we get it for people who are not really familiar with um, the Kelvin Nyirongo Hope Foundation. So mm-hmm. the Kelvin Nyirongo Hope Foundation is a private humanitarian foundation which was established in 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, so been in existence for about 10 years or, nice. or something like that. Um, and our desire is uh, to support and protect the rights of the youth who are abandoned victims of poverty through our, our angel programs. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, that's quote-unquote. Uh, yes. So basically, that's... Uh, what or who we are as a, as, as a, as a uh, Kelvin Younger Hope Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, we are known for our, our motto, which is uh, uh, which goes by Triple H, and uh, basically that is that we uh, believe in empowerment through hope, mm-hmm. uh, humanity, and yeah. healing. 
right. hope, humanity, and healing. Basically. Yeah, I was yeah. wondering what the hope was for. Yeah. Finally, it's been answered. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we strongly believe that uh, through giving people hope, mm-hmm. um, uh, through, you know, behaving or conducting ourselves in the spirit of humanity, mm-hmm. uh, in South Africa, they would say Ubuntu mm-hmm. uh, and healing. Obviously, yeah. there's a lot of healing in terms of uh, backgrounds, you know, in terms of just uh, pe- where people come from, mm-hmm. in terms of just restoring a sense of identity and, uh, of oneself yeah. and things yeah. like that. Yeah. So we strongly believe that uh, through hope, humanity, and healing, we can make a very, very big impact uh, in mm-hmm. people's lives. Yeah. Now, um, today being Women's Day, I'm mostly um, interested in the works that you have done with the women or the girl child because. I believe uh, International Women's Day is not just for adult women, but I think every female out there needs to be celebrated, protected, and recognized. So can you tell us some of the things you've done or some of the projects you've done with regards to women, Mm -hmm. girls, and just females in general? Yeah, so uh, allow me to take the opportunity and the privilege uh, to wish all the women and the, the girls listening uh, to, to this podcast, a happy Women's Day. Thank as, you. As, uh, Kelvin Younger Hope Foundation, we hope that you have a really good day. We hope that your dreams and aspirations uh, come true. Uh-huh. And we are interested in helping you fulfill uh, those aspirations and dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so coming to some of the works that we are doing uh, in terms of uh, working with uh, women and young girls, um, that couples in in terms of uh, some of our aims. So you have mm-hmm. to look at our aims as a, as a foundation and try to see what we're trying to do. So for instance, I'll just run you over our four aims. Um, yeah. We aim some of our aims uh, to offer appropriate advice and support to women mm-hmm. um, to form self help groups mm-hmm. um, and uh, start small businesses that can improve their livelihoods. Uh, we also uh, offer skills training, educational support to young girls and young people from AIDS-affected backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are also uh, we also setting up counselling, uh, vocational, mm-hmm. and um, you know uh, vocational training centres that can cater for a wide range of services to young people, including uh, medical services. And then the last one would be. To run uh, residential homes and um, and community safe spaces for orphaned and abandoned and impo- impoverished children. Uh-huh. So these are some of our aims and objectives, basically as a foundation. And with regards to the programs that we have done with women, we are um, currently uh, implementing um, uh, a farming project. Yeah. Um, in uh, in the Copper Belt provinces and uh, and and, and, and uh, Lusaka provinces, uh, where we have identified women mm-hmm. from various townships, locations, reservations uh, that uh, are in need of resources to start up uh, small farming uh, businesses. Yeah. So what we are basically doing is. Um, we we are empowering these uh, uh, these, these poor women, mm-hmm. uh, okay, with resources, uh, especially those with the right uh, with the pra- with the right practical knowledge in the uh, in the production, marketing, and utilization of soybean 
and ginger crops for sustainability of uh, farmers' livelihood. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just running over them, but of course I'll be able to tell you in, in depth uh, what, what we're doing. And then we're also supporting a number of uh, young women mm-hmm. in um, Harlan institutions. So these are women where we get from the communities you know, identify maybe a skills training uh, education center, yeah. and then we send them there. Uh, they they acquire a particular skill, and then from those skills, um, they're able to do something for themselves. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we are also uh, doing a lot of sponsorships for the girl child in in terms of education. Um, so we have a number of uh, girls that we are supporting uh, in in schools. Um, around Lusaka and, uh, and Kafue, mm-hmm. uh, we, we have um, those girls, you know, and, and, and young people basically that we're also just supporting in terms of um, um, education support. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel you, you're focusing more on farming, which is actually good. Yeah. Because I believe uh, it's we're all about diversifying the economy and seeing which areas women can actively take part in to generate a source of income and to also just shift or move their families from a poverty state to somewhere where they can actually meet up their basic needs. Um, Also, looking at the fact that you're also training young girls into uh, institutions and all that, what are some of the things or what are some of the projects that you've planned out to do in the future? Okay. Um, So like I'm saying, we have various um, ongoing uh, projects that mm-hmm. we are implementing at the time. Yeah. And of course, uh, as it is, we are looking at how best we can, you know, increase our capacity in terms of the impact that we're already making. Mm-hmm. So um, in terms of the future, we are looking at things like, you know, how to, um, you know, help young girls, for instance, have set their own independence, you know, mm-hmm. through acquiring the right skills, uh, through acquiring the right uh, political knowledge. As mm-hmm. you know, um, we are trying to move away from a system where uh, the woman's place is only in the kitchen, in the kitchen. Uh-huh. you know, as tradition will tell us, mm-hmm. uh, to allowing women realize their full potential. Mm-hmm. And what we're doing is that we're, we want to give them that platform. Yeah. We understand the fact that we cannot make a difference in all the women uh, in all the women's lives here in Zambia. Mm-hmm. But what we can do mm-hmm. and what we are doing is to make an impact, even in a few of those women's lives. Yeah. And for us, that is such such a tremendous privilege. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I've noticed you've said you are doing a lot of ongoing projects and one of the things you want to do is to maximize. Mm-hmm. So does maximization mean partnering with other organizations or it's you getting more resources and just embarking on this journey alone? Yeah, so it's, it's basically, uh, it basically means both. Um, mm-hmm. We maximize our potential. First of all, we understand that we can't we can't do that uh, purely on our own. Mm-hmm. We definitely need partnerships, and that is how come we have uh, partnered with a, a number of organizations uh, in terms mm-hmm. of um, you know those organizations that are like-minded uh, mm-hmm. and those that can help us, you know, uh-huh. push our agenda forward. Yeah. So we have, um, yeah, we have partnered with, with those uh, kind of institutions, and then of course, in terms of. Uh, mobilizing resources we 
we are we have various uh, fundraising projects uh, mm -hmm. you know um, that we that we are doing uh, as a foundation uh, yeah. we were able to uh, just you know mobilize resources so for instance we have um, you know like now in April we'll be having uh, a luncheon mm -hmm. which is our annual activity which we take people to. Am I invited? Of course, I mean, <laughs> of course. Uh, we, we, we value your support. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we should be having our, um, our, our luncheon uh, next month mm -hmm. uh, around the first week of April. Nice. Yeah, so those are some of the activities that we're doing. But of course, we would like to have a lot of uh, people who appreciate what we're doing uh, coming on board yeah. you know we we do value um, partnerships and uh, we, we we know that through partnerships we we can go forward for instance we have partnered with uh, be relevant zambia uh -huh. and nice. uh, what we are doing there with be relevant zambia is we are identifying young girls and young women in the community who mm -hmm. have got uh, aspirations for political office or political life mm -hmm. and uh, and then when we identify those young girls and women, we are now in conjunction with Be Relevant Zambia, channeling out particular programs that can respond to their needs mm -hmm. and help them uh, fulfill those um, aspirations that they, uh, that they want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, when you talk about partnership and sponsorship, are you only looking at other organizations that have similar goals and aims as you? Or it can be an individual who just says, you know what, I love what um, the Kelvin Yorongo Hope Foundation is doing and I want to come on board, or I would like to volunteer, or um, I can offer my time to maybe educate the women, or it's just, oh, we want organizations that are doing things similar to us. You see, uh, the Kelvin Yorongo Hope Foundation is a friend of women and young girls, mm -hmm. all right? Yeah. We are a friend of humanity, basically. Yeah. We're a friend of Zambians. Mm -hmm. We love Zambians. We love our communities. Mm -hmm. And for us, um, any privilege, any opportunity we get to have people who want to see what we're doing go forward uh, come on board is such such a welcome offer. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's not restricted, you know. Obviously, to just yeah, to, to just organization. Obviously, we would be interested to to see, you know, what kind of a person you are if you're an individual, because obviously we don't want to work with people that may you know tarnish our name or things mm -hmm. like that but yeah. if they're individuals for instance who appreciate what we're doing uh, the organizations mm -hmm. where we, in fact we're calling on you know organizations uh, cooperative societies companies um, to come on board because uh, the work that we're doing isn't uh, just work that um, ends with a few people you know we're doing a lot of these uh, empowerment programs through education mm -hmm. and uh, I must say also we're using sports mm -hmm. right, as a yeah. tool mm -hmm. by which we are changing the lives of young girls in, um, in, in, in these communities you know from vices such as early marriages you, you are aware that in most of the setups in rural Zambia uh, girls you know usually when they come of age uh, just you know barely do they come of age and then they are, they are they're sold into marriages? And you know, we're using sports mm -hmm. uh, also as a means of um, getting those young girls uh, involved. Yeah. And then through that sports, um, we, we, we are giving them uh, a number of skills. We're mm -hmm. also just engaging them in different uh, platforms um, and thereby um, helping uh, 
uh, those young women and girls uh, improve their lives. So mm -hmm. this is really, really major because, like I'm saying, we really, really hold um, or we, we, we place a premium on it education and sports as a foundation mm -hmm. yeah so really uh, there isn't any restrictions in terms of those that can come on board and be a part of exactly. the foundation yeah now i'm sorry we're running out of time <laughs> yeah. but before i let you go any last words from the organization the foundation with regards to women empowerment um we uh, pushing forward the agenda for women um, any last remarks whatsoever with regards to women and the works you're doing and what you would like to do in future? Yeah, we, we remain very committed to ensuring that we are you know, making a positive change in the lives of the women and young girls that we are, we are working with. And um, you would be interested to note that you know, with those women, for instance, that we are sponsoring uh, and, and funding in terms of resources, we have come up with uh, strategies that we know are somewhat different from what everybody else is doing and this is probably why it's working for us. Mm -hmm. Like for instance, I talked about the farming projects that we're doing there. Mm -hmm. We haven't just left it to you know, identify what would be the suitable type of um, uh, uh, farming uh, activities for, for those women, but we're also teaching them concepts such as uh, impact investing and uh, um, and, and entrepreneurship uh, skills, right? And that is the idea that you don't need huge capital to start a business. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't need, you know, a whole lot of goods to start a business. You can yeah. start uh, your business even with very small things. And in fact, uh, our concept is basically that, you know how the idea of a contemporary, eh? mm -hmm. it's basically one man who went into shop right to look for for sugar and found that it was at 25 kwacha and then he thought to himself and said okay how can i make that sugar affordable to someone who doesn't have a 25 kwacha mm -hmm. and what did they do they bought that sugar and then took it home bought to my plastics yeah. and then you know put packaged them in yeah packaged them in smaller quantities mm -hmm. and then sold them at two kwacha mm -hmm. now this is what we want to, this is what we're doing actually as mm -hmm. as, as, as knhf we're, 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 we're really zeroing in those practicality in terms of concepts to these women and show them that uh, you don't need huge capital, you don't need um, you know, big resources, just mm -hmm. those tiny resources um, sold in smaller quantities. Yeah. You're, you're, you're helping meet a need while making a profit. Yeah. And I think for us uh, that remains really, really important as a foundation. Mm -hmm. In terms of uh, future projects, of course, we have, uh, we have a number of these uh, uh, projects that we, we, we're implementing. So, for instance, we have signed uh, an MOU with uh, the government. Um, mm -hmm. So, we are currently uh, running the uh, Kenneth Kaunda house in Chilenje. Nice. Um, and, uh, we, of course, we have opened an education hub there. Mm -hmm. We're also opening up a business center there. Mm -hmm. uh, so, there's a lot in terms of activities that we, as a foundation, are doing and uh, will be doing in the future. Mm -hmm. um, so again, we're calling out for all those women and young women who would like to work with the foundation to yeah. get in touch, you know, mm -hmm. get involved. Those that would like to see how our works are going forward and probably want to uh, sponsor, we're also very welcome to that. Okay. So um, what are some of the, what's your social media handles that people can reach you on if they want to partner, they want to volunteer, they want to see what you're doing? 
Okay, um, we are obviously on Facebook, mm-hmm. like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're obviously on Facebook. So our Facebook page is simply uh, Kelvin Nyirongo Hope Foundation, right? Yeah. Kelvin Nyirongo Hope Foundation. Um, you can also uh, reach us uh, on our email, uh, and that is uh, knhf2010 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another venture. You can also call us uh, on our mobile lines, and they are as follows uh, 0964 868665 and 0978725536. Okay, so I'm going to put that in the description box just in case somebody wants to go back. Thank you so much, Ms. Daskazwa, for coming through and for presenting your organization, Foundation. It has been a pleasure chatting with you. Um, Guys, we have come to the end of this episode. And of course, I didn't mention it, but while you're tuned in, I hope you sipped on some good cup of coffee, tea, water, or juice. Remember, this is a scripted with leave Women's Day edition. Now, um, like I say, I'm going to say it again. I don't want to be known for what I'm against. I want to be known for what I'm for. And I am for people, regardless of who you are. I love you, but God loves you more. See you next time at 6 p.m. Central African time on Thursday. Bye.